This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. And we're on. Yep. And today's guest, we've got Alan Bryant. How are you, Alan? Uh, I'm alright, Jim. First of all, mate, thanks for coming on, uh, telling your story. It's a heartbreaking story. Your son, Alan, went missing six years ago, yep. never been found. You're still trying to get answers. This is one of the reasons why you're here today, to tell your story and to see who's watching. To try and basically, get not get closure, but you want answers. It's been not but heartbreak for the last six years. Problems with the police, problems with other people. So, I know we'll go back to the start, Alan, but we'll go right back to when... How was Alan's upbringing? Um, just a normal, normal lad. Eh? We brought him up as become wide about what was happening around about him. Eh, he was he was spoiled with his mum. You know what I mean? His mum always spoiled spoiled him at Christmas time, during birthdays, and and things like that. And he's just a normal lad, and he, his friends had a good group of friends, and that he was brought up with who he went to nursery with, who he stick all the way through uh, primary school and high school, um, who who they all stuck together, you know what I mean? It was just like, it was just a normal lad brought up in a, a normal housing scheme. Um, he was brilliant with his two sisters, and he loved Amy and Sophie so much. I mean, they can ask for a better big brother. Mm -hmm. So six years ago, just over six years ago, before Alan went to the nightclub, is it Sticks yep. in Glenrothes? Did you see him before he went to the nightclub? What basically happened uh, that Saturday, um, Alan had a few friends in the house and uh, heard the music going on, obviously having a drink upstairs. Um, there was no plans for him to actually go out. Um, this is quite normal in my house because I prepared my son and his friends to be in my house and that and that. And, you know what I mean? Somebody else's house. Somebody else's house. That way I knew where, where they were and mm -hmm. I knew they were safe and things like that. Um, it was just out of the blue. One of his friends says, you want went to come to this engagement party. Alan, you invited because one of his friends were getting uh, engaged. And uh, he was in such a happy mood. I mean, brilliant mood. He asked me for a few quid, for a few pints. And, uh, and that was that. And uh, he just said, I'm away. I'm away with you now. I'm away at the engagement party. And we're all laughing and joking. And, and that's when I left the house around half past eight. Um, on the Saturday, uh, the 2nd of November day, to go to this engagement party. And that was the last you ever seen him? That's the last I've ever seen my son. It's heartbreaking. So, when did you get the phone call that, or when did you start getting the panic alarm that he was missing or something was wrong? Well, Sunday came, obviously Alan was out and that, and um, sometimes he, he, he'd come home early in the morning, waking us up, you know, during, or shower up at the windy, mm -hmm. like, he'd, he'd just he'd wake us up during the night or whatever. Um, sometimes I'll stay out or crash out yeah. with our mates. Young boy, 24. Uh, uh, I've used to get two or three, four days at a time. Uh, he was 23. Yeah. Um, um, he was just um, 
let's say crash with our mates and they might end up on the rattle again the next day, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, just don't know, but it was like, obviously, the more stunned you went or, or on, and you're sitting on, that's not like I'm not behind him, you know what I mean? Because every time Alan's out, you always text, even though he didn't have a phone that night, we still try to clarify with everyone, you'd always ask a friend for a shot at his phone, because he lost his phone a couple of weeks before, beforehand, he'd borrow one of his friends home, it's not a text, you know what I mean? Dad, I'm here, I'm all right, you know what I mean? Like, you need to worry in that. Um, it's just, the more Sunday went on, I started to worry, and this is when we started, like, asking people and phoning people, when Mary was going around doors, to see if we seen Alan, and things like that, you, and we were sitting there going, we just felt as though something's wrong, you know what I mean? So, we left it uh, to Monday, um, that was uh, the, 4th November, the 4th of November, and by that time, sorry, by, by that time uh, we started to get really concerned because he's never been away that long without hearing, hearing from him, and and, that, and then, on Monday, we just knew something happened to him, because it was totally unlike him to be away that long without letting us know. Mm-hmm. Did you have that gut feeling that there's something not right here? Both of his did, me and his mum. Mm-hmm. There was something wrong. So what steps did you take then, Alan? Um, well, the day went, as the day progressed, um, Mary and and, I, and I'm phoning about and that, obviously still trying to find out and everybody's uh, talking about Alan and things like this and uh, um, just trying to find out where he was, who's seen him, who who left the nightclub with. Um, and it, and as the afternoon got on, we reported to missing him at 4.40pm. Yeah, to the police, uh, gun officer ID. Did Alan have any enemies or any grievances on the build up to it? Or? Yeah, he did. Um, one, he actually smashed a window accidentally four weeks prior. Uh, some some heavy mob who actually own shops um, and into drugs and all that. Um, what basically happened is uh, we got a phone call, Alan and his pal were pretty drunk up near the shops. and So it was nothing major, you know what I mean? It wasn't, they weren't causing any mayhem or anything like that. Uh, so Mario went up, his mum went up, and uh, I just seen Alan's pal standing outside the, the, the shop. And uh, as Alan went in the shop, Alan and Alan in the shop, there's nothing happening, you know what I mean? It was, it was totally quiet. Uh, two plain clothes uh, CID officers appeared to be nowhere. And the next minute, the next minute, um, Alan's mum seen him was um, grabbing Alan from the back. They didn't identify themselves. So my son doesn't know who's, who, who the hell is this, who the hell is this, you know what I mean? Grabbing them. And uh, so what he done was lashed out his feet, and he smashed it open that window. Eh? And uh, as as a result of that, um, um, the shop owners actually said um, uh, to Alan's cousin, um, "Tell your cousin he's getting that." Mm-hmm. Do you think that had anything to do with the disappearance? It's one of the theories that, like, yeah, they, they could be involved. Because yeah. we were speaking earlier, and you said that the last two people to speak to Alan were two police officers. Yep. Do you think that's got anything to do with it also? I think the police know exactly what's happened to my son and everything uh, in my son's investigation. I do believe the police have, they've not just made the mistakes, they've intentionally made the mistakes and uh, regarding collected CCTV footage, I believe uh, certain CID officers were on the take. Uh, uh, it's well known in Glen Office, you know what I mean? Uh, going to certain restaurants, getting free meals, turning up the back of uh, shops like, and getting free drink, uh, free engagement parties for birthday parties, wedding parties, 
uh, for anything. You know, again, free drink. I mean, everybody else goes to Asda's. I mean, nobody goes to a convenience store um, to actually get free to get alcohol, if you know what I mean, like, especially when you're having a party. Because I wouldn't, I mean, I'd go to Asda's or tech schools, and, but apparently it was a different matter for going off the side So from that night then, what CCTV footage, was there any evidence or was there any, anything to say where Alan could have went when he left the nightclub? No, the, the very first thing when the CID actually came out on the Monday was uh, Alan's mum, Mary, just, um, she was going, click to get the footage, get the footage from Sticks, click to the CCTV footage, get, get, get the CCTV footage. And we're always on about the police about this. And uh, I mean, there's absolutely quite a lot of cameras involved uh, outside St Sticks Nightclub. There's a chip shop with it, uh, with CCTV, and there's a uh, a boxing uh, this guy who supplies bouncers and uh, uh, owns a boxing club. He's got 15 cameras outside his um, outside his gymnasium. He actually does the security at CCTV with the bouncers and also runs the CCTV footage. Um, but the police failed to collect any. I mean, not, the only footage the police ever did get was Alan leaving the, the nightclub um, in the foyer, walking out, and one camera seeing him walking away. Um, but that 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 CCTV footage is like totally flawed. It's lies. You know what I mean? Every time I share it, I go to myself, when am I sharing, for the, sharing this for? Because that's not the truth. Because I've actually seen nearly 40 minutes of CC, uh, all, all the footage with Alan inside the foyer, the foyer and Alan outside. And when I seen Alan walk away, he turned left hmm. behind, the, behind the nightclub. So what the police are saying is like, he headed homewards. But that's not true. Alan headed left and the only way for him to come back round again to, for the police to actually talk to him, sitting on that wall, he must have went round behind the, the nightclub. Alan was still present. And the reason I know this is uh, one of Alan's friends actually said to him, Alan, do you want to lift in a taxi? And uh, Alan says, no, it's all right, I'm going somewhere. And his, his mate gave him a cigarette. And so and his mate says, aye, he was just sitting in the wall talking to two police officers. But um, for some reason, there's another camera which should, which should actually prove that, which is pointing towards the wall. You know what I mean? Like, and uh, the police refused to actually let me see that. Mm -hmm. I've tried many times to ask them. And it's not only camera. I don't know whether they've collected it, I've collected it or not, or just saying they have collected it. Uh, I don't know why they're refusing to actually let me see it. Uh, they're actually saying, like, uh, the light's interfering with it, but the light's, the camera's put in a position with the light's behind it, you know. It can see everything. And if I knew my son, if, if my son headed home, he would have been caught back in that camera, the one he was actually captured in. At no point, I mean, 40-odd minutes, uh, just shortly 40 minutes, uh, no point did my son appear back in that footage again. The last two people to see, the uh, last two people to talk to my son were two police officers. What do you think happened that night, Alan, to your son? Oh, there was another disturbance um, behind Sticks Nightclub, which the police completely ignored. Um, there was one earlier on which you know about which happened at the back of one um, it, it's just quite hard I'm, I'm going look it's a nightclub you, you, you do know like there could be one or two three disturbances uh, at a nightclub and uh, and these people staying the dwellings across from the, the nightclub two, 
two independent witnesses came forward. One says at two fifteen they heard somebody screaming and lassies screaming and hysterics and things like that. And another witness at two twenty said I got woke I got woken up with um people screaming and hysterics and uh, like it was just like it sounded like something really bad was happening. But the police never followed it up and the security company never uh, never checked their cameras and uh, and there was actually there's actually council cameras behind the, the car park as well. Um, the police failed to collect that, and basically what they told me was uh, when I put the complaint in, was uh, the council cameras stopped working that night. The only night they stopped working yeah. was the night Alan disappeared. The night Alan disappeared, yeah. Because you've made a few complaints against the police. Yep. What kind of a complaints did you make? It was fighting. The very first thing was obviously I seen Alan CCTV footage on leaving the nightclub. He was drunk. I mean, like, he's went out. It's not a problem. He's drunk. I'm not interested if he's drunk or not. All I want is that footage released as soon as possible. And and this is what I kept on fighting for from day one when Alan's mum was going, get that footage, get that footage, get that footage. And the police keep on saying to me, um, or the technical department in Glasgow's working on this. You know I mean? It takes time, data protection, you blood at people's images and all that. And I'm sitting, as time goes on, a few weeks goes on, I'm going, get that footage out. You've had plenty of time to sort that out, you know what I mean? Yeah. Get it out there, get it out there. You know what I mean? Get, get my sons, it's, it's the most important thing of all. Get that footage out there, because it's all you've got. It's all you've got. And uh, and they keep them coming up with the same excuses constantly. And uh, I'm going, like, well, you're lying to me. Because I know guys that could do that, you know what I mean? I know guys, they're no experts in computers, but they could do that, you know what I mean? 30 seconds of footage, you know what I mean? Uh, for some reason, uh, they didn't want to release my, my son's uh, CCTV footage um, leaving that nightclub. Uh, when they did eventually re release it, it was uh, down, to, down to a petition and uh, it was down to pressure uh, from the local press and, and things like that. They actually released it on the 6th of June 2014 and uh, that's well over seven months after my son went missing. And if you're out in the night out, I mean, seven months, if you're, young, if you're a young person, I mean... You're not going to remember that night because you're going to have other nights out, you know what I mean? So it was vital, it was really vital when that footage was released as soon as possible. It's an outcome of the complaint. Uh, we have to go through the, the police professional standards department to actually get to park. Uh, they actually agreed it would be beneficial, it would have been beneficial for the police to actually release the CCTV footage as soon as they can. So, how have the police been treating you? Six years later, and that six years, how have they been with you? It's I've been to say to the press is it's just a constant lie. They say they're constantly in touch with the Brighton family with updates and things like that. Lucky to hear from a couple of times a year. Um, I've actually got to do something drastic, walk into a police station or uh, with a poster. I, I mean, I put a video up on social media. You know what I mean? Just to get their attention. And then they'll contact me. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just keeping pressure on them. I mean, no, the, the police, every time they talk to the press, it's just the same thing. This is the biggest investigation ever in five. Uh, we're in regular contact with the family with updates. Um, it's like they're making it like they, they, they're actually in touch with us like all the time, which they're not. You know what I mean? Like, as I said, I've got to do something. You know what I mean? Do you think that they should be doing more then? They should have done everything more. It's not, not, not just more. They should have collected all that CCTV footage. 
I mean, everywhere from the schools, there's so much yet. I mean, on the way home, you know, the climbing shops, and it just, you're sitting going, why did they, why did they not do that? I mean, I, I watched her, I, well, one of the things you, you know, it's like you start following other cases now, and you see the police doing, doing other cases, you know what I mean? Like, releasing the footage and that, and going, why is my son so different? I mean, what do you think it is? Why do you think they've not, if you think they're making mistakes and not following up stuff, what do you think that's making that happen? Do you think there's an involvement there with them or is that maybe just being lazy or what do you think the, the reason I don't is? think it's anything to be lazy. I think it was just due to negligence and, uh, um, and I don't want to say the police are guilty of anything but they would have acted uh, ever since Alan went missing. It sort of makes them self look guilty because they're not telling the public the truth. Because um, the first week when Alan went, actually went missing, they actually promised an incident, an incident van to be outside uh, Sticks, Night, Sticks Night Club on the Friday the 8th of November 2013 and, uh, and then 9th of November on the Saturday 2013. So I, I sat there and, like, obviously, I was sitting there with a few Alan's friends on the Saturday, had a, had a few drinks and that, and I'm, because I didn't know why I got to see the instant one. Like, I said, I'm going to go up and see this, you know what I mean? So I decided to go up with uh, Alan's cousin, two of his friends, uh, went up, and there was no instant one there. And I'm going, what, what the fuck's happening? I mean, I mean I, this has been promised, you know what I mean? This, my family's been promised there's going to be an instant one outside that nightclub. What's going on, you know what I mean? Like, so I actually had to phone 101. And uh, when I actually phoned 101, two police cars actually turned up. Um, and they turned up, I'm, I'm going mad at this time. Like, I've had a few drinks and I'm kicking the fence. Um, and I'm swearing at the post, but the fuck's the instant one? You know what I mean? Like, what, what's going on here? Because the headquarters is actually in Clonoffice Pipe headquarters. And uh, the police headquarters. And they've got more than one instant one. And... They actually turned up and what they started to do was actually hand out posters and that. Um, but um, half an hour after I left, uh, I got a phone call and said the police left as well. So, on the night when the last Alan was seen, for a body just to disappear or someone just to go missing, was there no traces of DNA? Was there any like sniffer dogs or anything like that out there to mm. try and track it down or try and track a scent down? or No. No forensics? Nothing. Because um, it's quite strange how you actually mention that because one of Alan's friends at the Gizman party, Alan left his jacket there. And obviously, he's after he won that night. He left it up in Leslie at the Gizman party, so he only had his T-shirt on outside Sticks Night Club. And uh, we got his jacket handed in the next day and the police were never interested in contacting, uh, collecting that jacket or using a snip of dogs. When you're watching the footage of the last steps, Alan, how's your what are you thinking then? When you're watching that footage, the last time you've seen Alan, what's going through your mind? It's uh, it's, just, it's just horror, eh? You know what I mean? Because I could see some of Alan's friends still in that footage. You know what I mean? It's just and some of the friends actually headed to a party later on that night. Um, people seem to think I'm blaming all Alan's friends for Alan, my son's disappearance, but it's not true. I mean. Um, I know where most of my son's friends were. Uh, I'm more interested in the ones who actually headed to that party that night. And just to watch that, I mean, each, each time I share it, I just feel I'm not telling the truth in the police, I'm not telling the truth. 
You know what I mean? Like, because I know Alan's still there, and I, and I know for a fact that even if he's sitting in the wall for 30 odd minutes, just have a fag to talk to the boss, if you know what I mean, he's going to head off. Um, head off somewhere because um, it's cold, he only has a t shirt on. But um, with the time limit, the way things worked after watching all that footage, uh, there was a major disturbance uh, in Barton Place. Um, people running about screaming and shouting and, and and lasses, like hysterical screaming, and and that's where the party was. And uh, and we've heard so many rumours. Alan actually went there, and and that's what's was that's what's happened to him. And that party gone office, which is only it's about a fifteen minute walk from Sticks. You know what I mean? So even the time frame works out with Alan still being present at Sticks. You know what I mean? Because he left it. The CCTV actually shows Alan leaving at 2.02am, 2.02am. So if he did hang about for a little while and uh, everything kicked off around Barton Place and Clone Office at a quarter to three in the morning, it just makes sort of sense, like, that's where he probably went, because at the party, which is so strange, because these people, these friends, they always post on social media, um, parties and pictures and that. Nobody's phones were working that night. Nobody's seen Alan that night. Um... It's just like they were telling the police one of them broke their phone. One of the last they said that they broke they, they broke their phone. That's why she never posted any pictures. The other one said she was spiked. Um some drug at Sticks Night Club, even though she was on social media, uh, on Twitter and all that, which still got proof of sent out to the police and all that. Um just the way their their actions and everything after the element missing, the guy at the party actually closed his Facebook down on that Sunday. I wasn't missing, you know what I mean? That was him. He stopped having parties ever again. Um, and I, I, I've got messages proving that Alan was in the vicinity. Uh, two people talking to each other who was in, I mean, Alan was in that street. Um, everything points to the, these same people. And what what even gets there, uh, even stranger was um, when Alan, one of Alan's friends, actually, one of, one of our friends actually got a TMR. I don't know if you know what that is, it's a tenant's no. meeting room. Each game in Glen Office has one. So we've got the tenants meeting room, uh, which was in Macedonia in Glen Office. Um, one, one of our friends arranged this. Uh, so it was like sort of base for searches and things like this for Alan. And one of his friends at that party walked in uh, just a week later and says, you're never going to find him. He was at the party, you know what I mean? And the strangest thing, uh, uh, strangest thing is like everybody seemed to have left at five o'clock. And uh, this, so this guy's here alone with his lassie. And what does he decide today? No, he decides to go away and get a pickup truck. You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's the last thing any guy would do, you know what I mean? He's, he's left with a bird, you know what I mean? Uh, drunk, whatever, you know what I mean? Just shoot. And people are saying, like, he, he's actually took Alan away and uh, dumped Alan uh, a landfill site, which his dad, which his dad actually owns. Um, it just... I've been saying, I've been points that way. So what's the rumours then? What actually happened for the body that disappears? Because you were saying earlier that people were saying online that it's it's disturbing to say, but it was chopped up and fed to pigs. Yeah, but uh, I heard that quite a few times, and uh, and um, you don't know what you believe. Eh? It's mm. just the fact. I mean, this is where the nightmares and things like that come into place, and you're heading that. I mean, because all, all the rumours like you've heading that, and uh, I. 
probably the most disturbing one mm. uh, of all. Have you been getting trolled or anything? Because I've had a lot of people on <laughs> who who have got social media to get try and get answers for certain other circumstances and others like horror stories and stuff like that. But they've been getting trolled from people saying nasty things, people out who have lost kids, people who have done other things, and they've been getting trolled from people. Have you received a lot of that. Yeah, but like there was one one special one. Stuart, I mean, special one. I call him a complete fucking tool. Um, uh, John McEnroy. Uh, he actually said he kidnapped my son and uh, tortured him and ran 240,000 volts through his body and killed him. Um, he, he actually, I think he got an eight month prison sentence for that. Then he told my family again. Um, and he actually got another eight months prison sentence for that. And he got another three months prison. Uh, prison sentence on top of that which is to run concurrent uh, for setting fires regarding an, an, an old woman who's threatening an old woman and that uh, for fire reason and uh, for some reason the justice system let him out a month later <laughs> I mean like I'm going a lot better I mean this guy's got a day eight months you know what I mean like especially well six months or something like and, but he's out and let him out a month later and what he does is uh, he, he goes down to England and uh, he told somebody else and um, he ends up in jail again. And he gets out of jail and he told somebody else and, and he gets another light sentence. You know what I mean? He's just like threatening to rape someone and uh, it's a pedophile, pedophile hunter group. Um, I, I was actually talking to a guy, Craig, and uh, and he basically said um, to him they're going to, um, he's going to rape his daughter. You know what I mean? So this is, he actually got charged with it, Craig. You know what I mean? Because um, he punched him, you know what I mean? Because I, I, I could have been there that day because I was basically invited, you know what I mean? Because I would have done me and punched him, eh? Um But the most serious one was uh, it turned out to be a 15 year old boy. Is, they were sent, he was sending me pictures of uh, knives and um, saying he's going to stab me, you fat bastard. Uh, how does it know I know where your son is? Uh, how, do you, how, how do you feel that I know these fucking assholes where you're hoping? Um, I'm going to get you, fat man. I know where you stay, you know what I mean? They started naming this street and that, and then I don't stay in that street, because A. Bryant, I mean, but I did, I did know who, uh, it was my uncle Arthur, who, who actually stayed himself, you know what I mean? So he's, he's done his homework, you know what I mean, this young lad. But we didn't know he was a young lad at the time. He could have been anyone, 20, 30, 40, 50, you know These what I mean? These fake profiles? Uh, fake profiles, there were so many of them. So he kept on, like, repeating them. And um, one, of the one of my family members, stupidly, Replied to him, you know what I mean? And what that does is that opens up all my family, you know what I mean? So, Feels it. Yeah. And uh, but the police were so concerned about this thing. They had the police, the police had a car outside my front of my house, at the back of my house. And it was like, just, um, I, I wouldn't say I was living in fear. Like, it was just, wasn't it? So your sons went missing, but yet you're living in fear. People are making threats to yeah, watch you. Yeah. I, well, it, no, no, is that living in fear? So, I know what you're saying, but aye. it's like your conscience mind that aye. you don't know who the fuck's sitting behind that computer. Yeah, but exactly. They're all dafties, and yeah. it's easy to say, but they're all cowards, man. Aye, they're, they're, that's you know what I mean. They're, they're, I mean, they're just out there to and make people, things. people, if it's young boys, it, it, as sick as it is, it might be for a laugh but if, and try to say bad things, but nah, there's some was, sick cunts out there. He, he, was, he, he was beyond sick, you know what I mean? Like the things he was saying, like, you know what I mean? Alan's here, Alan's in the water, not that, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Fuck him, he's a me prick and whatever. You know what I mean? Just everything, everything he could possibly say, he he did, he did 
obviously it did get to me, you know what I mean, go to all my family, you know what I mean. Uh, as a result, I put CCTV in my house and that, you know what I mean, it just, uh, because I, I'm out there searching answers to what's happened to my son and, um, and what's happening is, you get these people coming along, just make it so harder for you, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But they're never going to stop me, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, nothing's going to stop me uh, um, searching for my, uh, for my son Alan, I mean. Yeah, well, six years on and you're still fighting. You're still fighting to get answers to try and, because you've got another, you've got other kids. Yeah. And I know Alan was just turned 30 last month. Yes. Um, how were you then when it obviously turned 30? How were you, how were you in the family then? Uh, that, this year's been exceptionally hard. I mean, especially when you re reach an age of 30. I mean, that's a milestone in your life, you know what I mean? It's like 25, 30 year olds. You should be settled down with children by that time. Maybe no children, you might be still enjoying yourself. So, I mean, um, but it's it's been a really hard one this year. Um, I don't It's just, each year it gets harder. And the thing is, you can't move on with your life. You know what I mean? You're sitting in here going, and people go up, maybe 10 goes by, you know what I mean, things get easier and easier, but it never does, you know what I mean, things get harder, each day it goes on, you know what I mean, and you just go, because all you want is answers, and I look at Alan's mum, and, and I watch her cry sometimes, and I can't, even if I get a hug, it doesn't take the pain of me, you know what I mean, and it's, 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 it's a fuck it's horrendous to watch you know what I mean just mm -hmm. and my daughter Amy she's actually doing counselling and all that as well uh, she can go trying to be a, go to be a counsellor uh, she's working um, I'm really really proud of her um, but sometimes she has a bad day and she'll phone me up uh, crying on the phone and all that and, uh, and I'll go look you'll be alright and we drink a lot and that you'll be alright you know what I mean just just relax so I'll pass you know you're just feeling you really down in you because because he doesn't want to phone her mum, because he doesn't want to upset her mum, you know what I mean? And uh, so, well, it's funny, like, we do, sit, we do things separately, but as a family, we're still a unit, you know what I mean? We're stronger than we ever yeah, have right. been. Um, it's just, I love my kids, you know, and, uh, and I'm sitting there and I'm missing them growing up um, because I'm fighting for justice for my boy. Mm -hmm. And how can, for anybody watching, Alan, what would you say to them? You know, it's maybe got some information, or maybe too scared to come forward, or too because what people are are scared to make a move if they know information. Yeah. Um, but but what, what would you say to them if anybody ever did know anything or watched this that could maybe help you try and move on? And I just want them to think if it was one of their family members, if it was their son or their daughter. Can you imagine living like that for over six years? No knowing where your son or daughter is. Uh, knowing the worst that's actually happened to them. And uh, you've got no closure. You can't move on with your life. Every day is a fight to get out of bed. I mean, the sleepless nights. Um, watching your family suffer around about you. Can you imagine that pain? I mean, and if you do know anything, just come forward to the police. And there's so many ways to do it through missing people uh, anonymously, 0800, I mean, no 100 number. Uh, it's, there's so many ways to actually end this. What's your Facebook pages and stuff, Alan? 
um, my son's actually got a Facebook page um, it's, uh, called Justice for Alan Bryant Jr. It's got 68,000 members on it and um, the, the, members, the members on my son's page, um, they're constantly giving my family support and all that and um, they're always, I mean, they're always, that, that's what keeps me going, you know what I mean? Knowing, You've like, got support. You've, You've got, got more support. support than haters, Alan. And yeah. Does it matter what no, you're doing in life? These no, bastards have always hate. So I've learned that. Um, <laughs> I've learned that with trolls. Um, um, yeah, fuck the cowards, man. That's that's what they are. I mean, you get a few bad comments in the page. I mean, don't yeah. take it personally. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's simple. Just block them, move mm -hmm. them out. I mean, I've actually met a few well-known stars now who've actually been trolled as well. You know what I mean? Everybody gets them. You know what I mean? Everybody, aye, aye, it's just no matter how grim the story, no matter how happy the story, you mean nothing to they're me. They're there, they're not happy with their own life, and they're their shite bags. Aye, and I'll say it, and I'll anybody would face some, but they they just hide behind their screen and type away, sitting in their, their pants, just they just love life, just hating life. Aye, yeah, I just scum. laugh at them pricks. That's, I call them like, I don't know. Coming to society, you know, what I mean? like <laughs> low life, pun life, pun life. But you, you're always going to get them, you know. And yeah. but as I say, like just like you'll get certain ones that will come along, well, mm -hmm. upset the the apple cart, as you say, like. But um, but the one liners, not. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't yeah. even about them. They don't get to me, you know. You, as sad as it is, but you do get used to them. You do get used to you know them. I mean, so six years on, Alan. And your son's never been found. Do you ever feel some days that he might walk through the door? Never. Nah? Never. So in your mind, look, mate, it's such a horrible question, but do you believe Alan was murdered that night? I believe Alan was murdered that night shortly after he left that nightclub. Yeah. Yeah. Without a doubt. And, uh, I, I mean, we've dis disputed uh, over 80,000 uh, posters. Um, we actually took an STB advert out. Uh, um, which cost over three thousand five hundred pound. The met a couple of my Alan's, uh, my son Alan's. I actually got in the, the local press, which is important because it keeps the members of the local, you know what I mean, like local community aware about Alan, and aware that Alan's still missing. Um, my son is never going to walk in this door. He's never going to. We're never going to see him again. All we want to do is actually find him. And uh, this has been the major tabloids coming to. Uh, Effect when they when they actually publish things about Alan, I do believe that's when they get pressure. The police actually get pressured and uh, and to keep pressure on the police. You know I mean, to, to keep them looking for mm -hmm. for Alan is 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 always going to be my focus. My son's never going to walk through that door again. My son was murdered that night, and people in this town know it. Certain people in this town know it, and they're too scared to come forward for some reason. Um. But as I say, like if people in our shoes, I mean, you know, I have my what, what my family are dealing with. They, they would have given a pause. They would have talked to the boss a long time ago. So you're just trying to keep creating noise. You tend to see when you're creating more noise about your son, the polos start helping more. Yeah. As much as listeners always going to be bad coppers but there's always going to be good as well. Yeah. If you came across people that are willing to help you and, and put their neck in the line and, and push things to the boundaries. <laughs> uh, well, everybody's like, see, it's funny that like, you talk about my son's page, and I was talking about my son's page there, and there's quite a lot of people on my son's page who have been in trouble with the police and that before and that, like, you know. So it's an open, when you feel, mm -hmm. 
fuck, that copper's a bastard. <laughs> I mean, just because they've actually been in trouble with the post, I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, you kind of hold that against the post. I mean, you've done something like you've been done yeah, with, yeah. you know. And uh, no, I came across, and the, the, the post on the beat and that, uh, each time I've met them, they've been brilliant. I mean, really supportive and that. They've really had nothing to do with my son's investigation. It's like on off CID and the major investigation team. Uh, I've not, I've never had anything against the local mobby. Uh, as I say, I've talked to them, they come up and, uh, and some of them say things like, I can't repeat, you know what mm. I mean? Because like, they believe things was happening to my son's Alan as well. Um, but not at local police, I mean, be good like. Because it's, it's only natural that you're angry towards everybody yeah. and anybody towards the case. So for you, moving yourself on, Alan, is it just non-stop for you then, just every day is focusing on trying to get some answers for yourself so you can eventually move on with your life? If I find out what Alan is, what's happened to him, that's the deal, Bill, and move on with my life. Because Alan, Alan's took up my life, and I mean, I get praised for things like, oh, you're done brilliant, you're proud of yourself, and things like that, and I don't take praise well, you know what I mean? Like, it's why I don't take take well at all because I've not found my son I've, I've still feel my son you know what I mean I mean there's a matter you can't kind of feel like that mate I know it's, it's easy to say but you can't kind of feel like that no, I, um, I mean I've not found him ever I mean you start to go you've done brilliant keeping in the public eye and uh, it doesn't mean anything to me I've not found him ever Hopefully one day, mate, you get your answers. Because we spoke earlier and that's what you're wanting. You're wanting a grave or somewhere you can visit and it's breaking you that you can't do that. I don't care if anybody gets prosecuted. If I get my boy him, mm-hmm. then, then I've got mum. You know what I mean? Like, then I could move on in my life. And uh, my family can move on in my life. And uh, I don't want to see my, my Alan's mum suffer like this every day. Um, like going on holiday with my family. I mean, I've been away two days in six, over six years, you know what I mean? And I was actually in gift from a friend, which, is, which, which wasn't far away. And uh, he's my boy, he's my firstborn child. And you don't give up me, I can tell. My son would be in jail if it was me, you know what I mean? So I'm not going to stop. Rightly so, mate. So we'll leave all your links to Alan's Facebook page. Is there any numbers you want us to leave or anything, Alan? Well, we put email addresses as well. Well, there is an email address. I think it's Operation Toner. Um, mm-hmm. you, you'll probably find that on my son's uh, page. And uh, there's just a normal numbers there. Eh? They're like Crime Stoppers and uh, Missing People. You know what I mean? Like 116 mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, there's so many ways people can contact with the police and... and that's what all the person. I mean, as much as I've got, as much as I, I know the police have killed my son and I don't trust them one inch. Um, but I've got to keep on pleading for the members to come forward for information to contact the police, you know what I mean? To, to give them that information, you know what I mean? Yeah. Is there anything you'd like to finish up on, Alan? I just want to thank everyone for over the past six years, you know, just for our continued support and that, you know what I mean? Especially my son's page. Forget about the trolls now. I mean, I mean they've been brilliant, you know what I mean? And uh, so many people came into my life 
and I've heard that just helping us, you know what I mean? Helping me, like, because I couldn't do it myself. And I, I'm scared. I've got one's Lynn, one's Janet, and one was Harm. And there's more than that, there's Diane. And there's so many of them just, just help you, you know what I mean? People move on, but, you know what I mean? But I kind of thank them, everyone, and I feel the support. I mean, what I did, I sent on and helped keep Alan in the public eye. Because to me, that's all it matters, and to keep Alan out there. Uh, to keep him out there in the press. Um, that way he doesn't get forgotten about and we the police don't forget about him. And it means the police still need to concentrate and find what's happened to my boy. Well Alan, for bringing us into your home and telling us your story and trying to get more awareness to getting some answers for yourself. I really appreciate it and um all I can say is keep grinding it out, mate, and keep keep working towards trying uh, to get your answers, mate. God bless you, brother and Anything I can help with, you know I'm here for you. I appreciate that, James. Yeah, no worries, thank you. No worries, stop, mate. You can also watch my podcast on my YouTube channel. The link is in the bio if you'd like to subscribe. You can follow me on my social media platforms to see who my next guest is. Follow me on Facebook at James English 11, Twitter, James English 0, Instagram, James English 2. You can also download these podcasts on iTunes or Spotify. Podcast Network.